Chapter 11 of Bill Nye's Cordwood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by L.T. Bill Nye's Cordwood by Bill Nye. Chapter 11 Bill Nye Discovers. He discovers a man with an idea, a new plan of running a good hotel improvements for which people pay in advance. The following circular from a hotel man in Kansas is going about over the country, and it certainly deserves more than a passing notice. I changed the name of the hotel and proprietor in order to avoid giving any free boom to a man who seems to be thoroughly self-reliant and able to take care of himself. The rest of the circular is accurately copied. Kansas. Dear Sir, Not having enough room under our present arrangements, and wishing to make the Roller Towel House the recognized headquarters for traveling men, we desire to enlarge the building. Not having the money on hand to do so, we make the following proposition. If you will advance us five dollars to be used for the above purpose, we will deduct that amount from your bill when stopping with us. We feel assured that the traveling men appreciate our efforts to give them first-class accommodations, and as the above amount will be deducted from your bill when stopping with us, we hope for a favorable reply. Should you not visit our town again, the loan will be repaid in cash. J. Crash Towel, Proprietor, Roller Towel House. Here we have a man with a quiet, gentlemanly way, and yet withal a cool, level head, a man who knows when he needs more room and how best to go to work to remedy that defect. Mr. Towel sees that another row of sleeping rooms cut low in the ceiling is actually needed. In fancy, he already sees these rooms added to his house, each has a strip of hemp carpet in front of the bed and a cute little green shade over the window, a shade that falls down when we try to adjust it, filling the room with Kansas dust. In his dreams, he sees each room fitted out with one of these smooth, deceptive beds that are all right until we begin to use them for sleeping purposes, a bed that the tall man lies diagonally across and groans through the live-long night. Mr. Towel has made a rapid calculation on the buttered side of a menu, and ascertained that if one-half the traveling men in the United States would kindly advance five dollars to be refunded in case they did not decide to make a tour to the roller towel house, and to be taken out of the bill in case they did, the amount so received would not only add a row of compressed hot-air bedrooms with flexible soap and a delirious looking-glass, but also ensure an electric button, which may or may not connect with the office and over which said button the following epitaph could be erected. One ring for bellboy, two rings for porter, three rings for ice water, four rings for rough on rats, five rings for borrowed money, six rings for fire, seven rings for hook and ladder company. In fact, a man could have rings on his fingers and bellboys on his toes all the time if he wanted to do so. And yet there will be traveling men who will receive this kind circular and still hang back. Constant contact with a cold, cruel world has made them cynical, and they will hesitate even after Mr. Towel has said that he will improve his house with the money, and even after he has assured us that we need not visit Kansas at all if we will advance the money. This shows that he is not altogether a heartless man. Mr. Towel may be poor, but he is not without consideration for the feelings of people who loan him money. For my part, I fully believe that Mr. Towel would be willing to fit up his house and put matches in each room if traveling men throughout the country would respond to his call for assistance. But the trouble is that the traveling public expect a landlord to take all the risks and advance all the money. This makes the matter of hotel-keeping a hazardous one. Mr. Towel asks the guests to become an interested party. 
not that he in so many words agrees to divide the profits proportionately at the end of the year with the stockholders, but he is willing to make his hotel larger, and if food does not come up as fast as it goes down, in price I mean, he will try to make all his guests feel perfectly comfortable while in his house. Under favorable circumstances, the roller towel house would no doubt be thoroughly refitted and refurnished throughout. The little writing table in each room would have its legs re-glued, new wicks would be inserted in the kerosene lamps, the stairs would be dazzled over with soft soap, and the teeth in the comb down in the washroom would be reset and filled. Numerous changes would be made in the corpse de ballet also. The large-handed chambermaid with the cow-catcher teeth and the red Brazil nut of hair on the back of her head would be sent down in the dining-room to recite that little rhetorical burst so often rendered by the elocutionist of the dining-room, the smart elocutionist, in the language of the poet, beginning beefsteak, perksteak, and colts, with a falling inflection that sticks its head in the bosom of the earth and gives its tail a tremolo movement in the air. On receipt of five dollars from each one of the traveling men of the Union, new hinges would be put into the slippery elm towels. The pink soap would be re-varnished. The different kinds of meat on the table will have tags on them, stating in plain words what kinds of meat they are so that guests will not be forced to take the word of servant or to rely on their own judgment. Fresh vinegar with a sour taste to it and without microbes will be put in the cruets. The old and useless cockroaches will be discharged and the latest and most approved adjuncts of hotel life will be adopted. Why, then, should the traveling man hesitate? Why should he doubt and draw back, falter and shrink? Why should he allow pessimism and other foreign substances to get into his system and change his whole life? Let him remit five dollars to the roller towel house, and if this should prove a success he may assist other hotels in the same manner. He would thus feel an interest in their growth and prosperity. Then, as he became more and more forehanded, he could assist the railroads, the bus lines, and the bootblacks, barbers, laundries, etc., in the same manner. I would like to call upon the American people in the same way. I would like very much to establish a nice, expensive home for inebriates. It would cost, properly fitted up, about seven hundred fifty or eight hundred thousand dollars. If those who read this article will lend fifty dollars by express or draft, I will take it out of their bill the first time that they stop at my new and attractive inebriate asylum. Who will be the first to contribute? Boston Globe End of chapter 11